Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? When it comes to leadership, there is a secret sauce, and that's what I want to talk about today. You know, being really smart, that's important. Working really hard, well, that's also really important. But those two things, they don't guarantee that you're going to be a great leader. You know, the latest stats tell us that 71% of people aren't engaged at work, and 26 percent of people are actively disengaged, which means that those are the employees that show up for work every day and they just sit down and all they do is search for another job on your dime all day long. (laughs) Or worse yet, they are actively out there trying to find a way to sabotage or disrupt your business somehow. We know that people don't leave companies, they leave managers. And so having really powerful leadership is so critical to the success of your company. Companies that have engaged employees outperform those by more than 200%. And here's the thing that I've never really understood. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people that are managers, and I also know a lot of people that aren't managers. And the people who our managers are actually all really good, nice, kind, caring people. They care about their team. They want to be a great leader. They believe in their company. But if I look at the employees who I know, I can barely come up with five people who actually like their manager. Believe it or not. They seem to have lost respect or lost faith in their manager. In many instances, they don't feel appreciated for the work that they do, and they don't feel like they're really making a difference. So there is a fundamental disconnect here, isn't it? If most people that I know don't like their manager, but all the managers that I know are actually really great people, well, something here is off and it's our leadership. So here's a look at what we're gonna learn today. First, I'm gonna introduce you to that leadership secret sauce. Second, I'm going to explain why it is so important to do this when you're building a business. In our third segment, I'm gonna talk to you about some of the big challenges. And lastly, I'm gonna give you some tips on how you can become an amazing leader. But first, I wanna start with a story. So many years ago, I knew someone who was a bit of a character. We didn't work together, but we had a lot of friends in common, and so we would see each other out socially quite a bit. And he was a really fun guy, and he always spoke his mind, 
and we both worked in the same industry and he had a bit of a reputation for being a character. Now, I believe that integrity and the ability to speak your mind is a very admirable quality. And I have to admit, he really did know how to do this, but he almost did it a bit too much. He put it all out there. And while he may have been telling the truth about what he said to people, he could have probably done it in a better way. Needless to say, he had more than his fair share of run-ins with HR, uh, suffering from what we like to call foot-in-mouth disease, saying things that were inappropriate, saying things that he probably shouldn't have said. Because as you can imagine, his behavior evoked a lot of complaints. Now, he was a really great person, but he caused a lot of problems. Now, at that time in the industry, there was something called sensitivity training. And if you basically, if you behaved badly, you would get sent to this all-day training of how to be nicer at work, how to play better in the sandbox, so to speak. And so here's the thing. He was not only sent to sensitivity training, but he went there quite regularly. I think he, last time I heard, he had taken the training eight times, to be exact. So really good intentions, but clearly... This was not having any impact on him whatsoever. He'd been through it eight times and it still wasn't making a difference. He needed to have a different motivator, something that he could really understand and something to help him see the impact that he was having on other people. And it needed to impact him where it really counted, which was his bottom line. So I'm going to share some really juicy stats with you very shortly, but the point here that I want to make is that some people are just naturally very aware of and very empathetic to someone else's emotions. And for others, they just don't have this naturally born quality. And so this leads me to one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's from Reed Hastings, who's the CEO of Netflix. Do not tolerate brilliant jerks. The cost to teamwork is too high. So the secret sauce that I want to talk about today is emotional intelligence. Now, I'm sure that some of you know exactly what this is. And so today for you is going to be a little bit of a refresher then. But emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize your own and also other people's emotions, to differentiate between different feelings, and then use this information to manage or adjust emotions relative to your circumstance. So some of the benefits of emotional intelligence are that it allows you to communicate more effectively. It allows you to really empathize and understand what other people are going through. And it also helps you to, once you can observe your emotions, to deal with stress and to diffuse any conflict that either is happening with you or that you're observing in others. 
What we're talking about is being really, truly conscious and present, isn't it? Because being aware of what you're going through and also being conscious and aware of what others are going through, well, that's just so critically important. And most importantly in yourself, to be able to notice the emotions that are coming up with you, to observe them so that you can understand and react accordingly rather than reacting immediately from the emotion. So emotional intelligence is often abbreviated to the two letters EQ. So you might see that written down in places. And this is because it's often compared to IQ. So for consistency, they're referred to as IQ, your intelligence, and EQ, your emotional intelligence. And this is really important because when we go to work, we go to work as whole beings. We aren't able to turn off the certain parts of ourselves that we don't think we're going to need that day. We go to work with our whole person. And emotions really are a normal part of the human experience. I think it's really sad that many people think that emotions don't belong in the workplace, that we're robots. But really, we are human and We are craving connection and belongingness all the time. And I don't know how you're supposed to get employees to feel connected or to feel belongingness or purpose without tapping into emotion. So let's go back to our stats at the beginning of the episode where I said 71% of people aren't engaged at work. And a bit of this is that they don't feel cared for and they're not making an emotional connection to their employer or they don't feel a sense of purpose in the type of work that they are doing. And so as a result, they're just not being productive. Now, another great reason to really invest in emotional intelligence is it helps you to build a stronger brand. For most companies, building a strong brand means making an emotional connection with your clients. And the strongest brands around the world are the ones that are authentic and powerful on the inside as well as they are on the outside. So a strong brand must evoke emotion. And in order for it to really, really be a strong, powerful brand, employees have to feel emotionally vested in building that business and in building the brand. So here's a fundamental truth that I want you to understand. People leave managers, not companies meaning that a person's direct manager is the biggest cause of them either wanting to stay at the company or to want to leave the company. And let's face it, we all want to attract the best talent and have a fantastic culture in our organization. And so leadership is so important. So I have a question for you. I really want to know, I'm curious, what is your emotional intelligence? How are you with noticing your own emotions? What are you able to do in terms of observing other people's emotions? And how do you use this information 
and how do you interact with others. So let's have a little look at how all of this ties together. If you have great leadership and really high EQ, then you get to draw the best talent. Then you have the best talent, you automatically have a strong culture and the culture allows people to feel invested and connected to the brand, which makes them want to work hard and really connect to clients and customers. And this completely impacts your bottom line. And the synergy here for me is just insanely overwhelming because on the weekend, I actually had a chance to see Tony Robbins live here in Toronto. And let me just say that he was fantastic. I can't believe that was the first time that I've ever seen him speak, but it really, really was incredible. Now, this was a conference, but it felt more like a concert, and I met the most amazing people there. Now, the universe was definitely winking at me, though, because guess what? After working on this episode on emotional intelligence all week long, I attend this talk, and guess what? Uh, One of the key messages that Tony talked about on the weekend. Can you guess? Emotions. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. This is what he had to say about emotions. They are the greatest resource that we have as humans. Seriously. The greatest resource that we have as humans is our emotions. Emotions equal resourcefulness. And emotion is just energy in motion. It's motion in our body that is creating the emotion. And so this is one of the fundamental ways to really change your attitude and your perspective. Simply move your body and you change your emotion. Now, there are a few challenges that I've had with EQ, which is the first and most common that some people don't even believe that it exists. Seriously, they don't even think that it's a thing. They are emotional intelligence deniers. And the sad reality is that these people who actually don't believe it exists, well, they often are the same people who don't tend to have it. So they're doubly challenged because they're living in this old paradigm thinking that intelligence and knowledge and hard work is everything. And so I have a few stats that are going to help us explain this to people. So if you ever run into a EQ denier, here are three things that you can tell them to help to see if we can shift their mindset. Okay, number one, 90% of top performers have high EQ. Number two, EQ is responsible for 58% of your job performance. And number three, people with high emotional intelligence or EQ make 29,000 more annually than their low EQ counterparts. And I would add, you know, not just to teamwork is this beneficial, but it also has a really big impact on culture. 
The other really common misconception that I see with EQ is that people misunderstand really what it is. They don't understand the true definition. They think that emotional intelligence is about managing or hiding all of your emotion in the workplace. And so they don't show emotion and they don't allow others to show emotion either. But this couldn't be further from the truth. Trust me, a lot of people think that this is what it is. Essentially, they think that emotional intelligence is all about controlling emotions and hiding them. So I want to give you a few tips to help you work on your EQ. I have four of them for you, okay? Tip number one is to practice mindfulness. Now, as you're walking throughout your day, completely be present. Be focused. Don't let your mind wander off. Remember, your breath is the leash that will harness your mind. So as soon as you see your mind or notice that your mind is drifting off to think about something in the past, simply take a few deep breaths and that will bring you back to being centered. This is really great training for you to pay attention when you're with others as well. So tip number one is practice mindfulness. Tip number two, listen at all levels. So don't just listen with your ears. Listen with your all of your senses. See what you can observe in this person's body language, their eye contact, how they're holding their body. Listen to more than just their words. Listen to the changes in the tone of their voice and the patterns of their speech. Tip number three, pay attention to the weather. Now, I don't mean the weather outside. What I mean is the energy that exists between you and another person or within a group of people. We call this the third entity or the relationship dynamic that exists between you and others. It is a very real thing. The best way to explain it is, have you ever walked into a room and you can just tell that the people in that room were just having an argument. You can feel viscerally the tension and the stress that is in the room. So use this as intelligence that will inform what you do and how you handle the situation. Tip number four is to smile. Seriously, we have 80 different muscles in our face. And if you can find the energy to let out a little bit of a smile, then you will completely shift your energy for the good. Okay, so let's recap those four tips for you. Number one, practice mindfulness. Two, listen at all different levels. Three, pay attention to the weather. And number four, smile. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on emotional intelligence. I really want you to take time this week to think about how emotional intelligence is really impacting your life. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense 
form of personal development that you'll ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.